You're listening to the Social Selling Simplified Podcast. Stick around if you too are obsessed with learning things that actually work and believe that success leaves clues. We're all about identifying results-producing roadmaps and getting super clear on how to scale and grow your online business. From part-timer to president, social selling expert Ashley Shaw will help you connect the dots and take the guesswork out of what works to grow a social selling empire. It's time to hear from social selling legends, listen in on truthful conversations, and learn the best tips and tricks to reduce the marketing overwhelm so you can build the social selling business of your dreams. If you're ready to go all in, no holding back, and build the business you've always wanted, you're in the right place. Here's your host, educator, social selling guru, and fitness industry OG, Ashley Shaw. Hey guys, welcome to Social Selling Simplified. I'm your host, Ashley Shaw, and we are going to do something completely different for today's episode. I was scouring the YouTubes to see what kind of content do coaches really, really need? And what are they really drawn to? So as I'm going back and looking at what has the most views on my YouTube channel, and PS, if you're not doing this in your business right now, oh my gosh, what a great way to see what people are actually attracted to. I definitely recommend that you do this in your business if you don't right now. So I was going back and having a look and there was a training that I did And it absolutely blew up on YouTube. I really wanted to make sure if you haven't heard about this training, it's called the seven rules of attraction, how Ashley Molstad became hella famous. So this training I had actually done for a fellow group of coaches for one of my great friends, uh, Bria Evenson. And in this training, I break down what Ashley Molstad really has done to attract her following. And if you haven't heard of Ashley Molstad before, no big deal. She is one of the top Beachbody coaches in the network. But all of the things that I talk about in this training are so relatable to anybody that is trying to build a health or wellness or nutrition business. It is all so relatable. If you're really looking to take your attraction to the next level, you definitely, definitely need to watch this training. Well, you're going to listen to it today. So you could go also to YouTube and have a look at this training because there are slides and things that that if you are a visual person, that's going to help. But I love being able to just pop something into my AirPods. And if you listen to a podcast, you're probably exactly like me. So on this training and in this training today, I'm going to teach you exactly what you need to know about attracting your tribe, what to talk about, how to talk about it, and how to take your audience on a journey to liking, trusting, and buying from you. So sit back, guys, relax, and I hope you love this training as much as all the other coaches did that have already watched it. So there's something called being in flow. I'm sure you guys have heard of this before where sometimes like time just stands still and you just get in the zone. That happens to me all the time when I'm creating presentations, but typically not three hours before I'm about to present. 
I originally was going to talk to you guys about the seven rules of attraction and really dive into Lululemon and how they attract a cult-like following. But Bria and I have been talking so much about Ashley Molstad, and I just thought, you know what? It's so much more relevant. Let's talk about someone. Let's analyze exactly what they're doing from someone that is being very, very successful in this business because it's great. Like I can totally show you guys the blueprint works for Lululemon and for what Ashley's doing, but I just thought I would change it up totally because I'm super interested in just how all of this really comes together. And I thought you guys would be too. So that's why it was a totally quick change of plans. The title of the presentation today is still The Seven Rules of Attraction, but we are going to get down to the nitty gritty with what Ashley Molstad does. And so for those of you guys that don't know me, I'm just going to do a quick overview. And if you're obviously you guys are all fitness coaches, this is something I would absolutely recommend that you think about for yourself. And what I mean by that is really looking at what you're born to do what you love to do, and then your skills and education. What I really mean by that with the sweet spot is that this is what differentiates you as a coach. This is why someone will want to work with you over someone else. And so to give you guys an example, what I'm born to do is I was born into the fitness industry. I started off as someone's, and my parents owned a Gold's Gym. And really this was embedded into me right from the beginning that I was meant to work with fitness oriented people. What I love to do is I love creating training. I like to take really complicated marketing processes, ones that make me really frustrated. Like I'll give you guys an example. I was having a conversation with my husband today about Facebook ads and SEO. And I seriously wanted to pull my hair out. And I was like telling him today, like, this is why there's a market for this. This is so frustrating to understand keywords and updating all that stuff. Like it can be really confusing. So what I love to do is I like to take those complicated things and make them really, really, really simple. Because if they're simple, we can just execute really quickly. So I love creating training around marketing and sales strategy and working with entrepreneurs. Entrepreneurs, I think, are just the heartbeat of passion coming alive and being able to you know, make a living at it. And I just think that that is like the best gig in the world. I can't imagine doing anything else. Skills and education. There's two things that really define me. I would say one is that I was an English literature major and a women's studies major. So I love to write. So all of my courses, all the content creation, I love doing that stuff. So that's been a big part. And then I also have the corporate side. I worked in the corporate world for 14 years. I started part-time wiping down equipment in a gym, of course, and worked my way up to becoming the president of a company, um, of a fitness company out in BC. So I've done it all, like every aspect of the business. And I just, I love it. So that's really where my magic lies. I would encourage you guys to think about those three concepts for you and what really makes you different as a fitness coach. Because I really think as soon as I realized this, and I was, Bria and I were at this time, we're having a lot of dialogue and conversations. As soon as I tuned into this, man, every day I was like, I'm not an early bird at all. Every day I was up at 3.30, 4 in the morning, like this newfound lifeblood just flowing through me of things I knew I had to create. So I'd really encourage you guys to dig into this, really figure out what it is for you. This is a little bit about what I do. So I'm all about live presentations, putting those together for fitness coaches. I've had over 1 million students. That's the number of students I've taught throughout my fitness career. I've always been really involved with teaching in the fitness industry. And 14 years is the age I started my first business as an entrepreneur, a Hello Kitty business. And then now what I think I'm really known for, I do done for you posting courses. I do modules, like training modules, video modules, worksheets. And then I also do like bigger workshops and masterminds. So that's a little bit about me, if you don't know me, but I feel like I know all of you guys. So 
this is really what my why. I help fitness coaches eliminate the overwhelm in their marketing efforts so they can have the business of their dreams. That's what it's all about, automating and eliminating the overwhelm. All right, so we're going to get down to the nitty gritty. So the objectives of today are to really dig into the common nightmares that fitness coaches have when they're trying to attract followers on social media. I hear this all the time from people that it's such a big sticking point. So we're going to really dig into those. Next, we're going to get into the rules of social media attraction right from Ashley Molstad and exactly what she's doing to be successful. Lastly, I'm going to give you guys some momentum in your business and talk about some of the resources and support that is available to you guys and really honing in on this stuff. What are the common nightmares fitness coaches face when attracting customers on social? I hear this a ton. I can't seem to attract new people to like my page or follow me. I hear this also about their business page. Like there's no engagement there. There's no one being attracted and I'm not really seeing that following increase. So that can be a real struggle. Next, I have the same people liking things over and over again. So you may have felt this way before where you've had engagement, but it's like the same six people over and over and over again, liking your stuff. So obviously we want to get engagement with many more people being involved. The followers I get are businesses and other coaches. Again, not your ideal customer, not the types of people that you want to be engaging with. You obviously want those ideal customers to be the ones coming out of the woodwork and following you and, um, and really seeing your business and funnel grow from there. And the last one here is when I do attract people, they're not my ideal customer. So if you've ever been at a point where you're getting some new followers, but you're getting all these objections like, oh man, it's too much money. My husband doesn't support me or my wife doesn't support me. I don't have the time. I can't make the commitment. It's like you're just attracting the wrong people over and over and over again. And that is not that people will not invest or people will not make the time. It's that you're attracting a certain type of group that's not your ideal customer. So we're also going to talk about that as well. The seven rules of attraction, how she got hella famous. So I'm going to start off by telling you, and Bria had mentioned this, that Ashley Molstad, this is from, you know, kind of some of the earlier days here. Foodie Girl Fitness is her Instagram account. She has an Instagram account. She has a Facebook page, personal and business. She also has a YouTube channel as well as Snapchat. She used to have a website actually, but she doesn't anymore. And it's sort of interesting, right? These are all things I take as like little nuggets. You know, it's funny, right? Like she obviously at this point in her business does not need that. It's just something interesting about the way that she is currently running her business. So she has, this is one of her posts from the earlier days, 167 likes. And so, yeah, this is sort of before all things happened for her. And what happened is she had this post, which I'm going to show you guys here coming up. It went extremely viral. It was picked up by Cosmopolitan. It was picked up by a bunch of different website channels that have a ton of followers already. And then once they hook in with that, then, you know, they like what she has to say. They're going to follow her and continue that, that sort of traction from there. So the post was a picture of her in two different positions and basically saying like same body, different angles and talking about this upholding what you look like on social media as being something that we can just change the way our body looks. We can suck it in. We can, you know, make ourselves look a certain way. But the truth is this is the same body and it's, you know, I'm not putting on a show, right? She has on her Facebook 306,000 likes. Instagram, she has 94,000 followers. And then YouTube, which is just new, like she's just getting this piece up and going, is 900 YouTube subscribers so far. 
She runs her team is called Follow Your Bliss Family. And she was also originally part of the team called Team Fit and Funky. That's a little bit about where she sort of started from. And I believe she's been in it for about seven years. And Bria, correct me if I'm wrong there. Yeah. Okay. That's what I've read. I just wanted to make sure that was accurate info. Okay. So now we're going to get into the good stuff. Number one, rule of attraction. Become besties with your ideal customer. What I mean by this is that when I think of a bestie, I think of someone that I talk about everything with, right? I talk about my husband with, I like to have drinks with, I talk about workouts, I talk about what am I doing for meditations, I talk about where I'm getting my next Lululemon, you know, the Lululemon shirt I just bought that I absolutely love. Those are the things that I would talk to my bestie about. And what Ashley Molstad does a fantastic job of is that all her content is like the beating pulse of what she would talk to her best friend about. She doesn't just talk about fitness, she talks about everything. If you watch any of her Instagram stories. She talks about lipsticks. She's trying them on. She's putting on fake lashes. She talks about microblading and how that is such an important part of her routine. She talks about wine. She talks about what rosé she likes. So this is a question I have for you guys. What do you talk to your best friends about? And the things that may feel even a little bit vulnerable, like a little bit uncomfortable, the things that you might be a little bit afraid to share and really thinking about this question. Because I think that's really, you're going to start to see the roots of why she is so successful is that she is someone that is not afraid to put herself out there. She is not someone that is afraid to be vulnerable at all. She even created this channel called You Can Sip With Us. And what it really all is about is it's like she chats with one of her best friends here and you feel like you're part of her inner circle. When you're part of that content, you're part of what she's talking about. And the reason that this is so important is that your ideal customer, it really shouldn't cover every customer. There is a customer out there that desperately wants what you have, and your job is to find her. So when you go back, I don't know about you guys, if you were to watch um, some of Ashley Molstad's stuff, um, you may either totally relate and think like I was watching one episode as I was doing research for this and she was talking, they were talking about Christy Teigen, the one that's married to John Legend and talking about her personalities and how they're sort of different in a live setting versus like what she posts on social. And I thought, you know what, that's not something that I would be interested in all in at all. Like that's not something I would probably engage with. But what is so interesting about this is that she is nailing her ideal customer. She knows them so freaking well. This would be stuff she would talk to her best friend about anyway. So it's the stuff that she naturally is drawn to, that she is in tune with, that she shares with her audience because she knows who they are. And I want to tell you guys, like that sounds kind of like, well, just talk to, you know, talk to everyone on social media, how I would talk to my best friend. Well, I want to tell you guys, there's a specific way you're going to have to narrow down who your ideal customer is, because if you talk to everyone you won't stand out through the noise. You have to really, really be specific with talking to one person. And I'm going to walk you guys through um, how you take action on this. I want you to think about who loves you, like who cannot get enough of you and your energy and who do you love back? Because that sort of energy is the stuff that what she shows in all her social media channels, this relationship she has with her ideal customers, her followers, it is something that can only be there if you are really in tune with who loves you and who do you love. And this really comes down to interviewing her, dating her, become besties with her. 
So I'm going to give you guys actually an example of when I first started out in my business when I had no customers. I'm talking a year ago. Bria and I started chatting. And I didn't realize this at the time, but after I, um, Bree and I have been working together for a while, I realized why this was so monumental in my business shifting is that every time Bria and I talked, I got to know her on a different level than I've known any of my other customers. You know, I'll use that in quotes because we were like just going back and forth chatting about things, but I started to know every part of her business and where she really wanted to go with it which allowed me to continue to think about, okay, how can I help solve that problem? What do I need to do to help? What training can I develop? And it was like, all of a sudden, her voice was in my head. And I could answer those questions like never, ever, ever before. It was like nothing I had ever experienced before in any other business. And so this is really the key to being able to create content like your best friends with your ideal customer. Think about those people that love you. Like the ones that are like, I've had someone say to me once before, Ashley Shaw, take my money. I will buy anything from you. Whenever you hear a comment like that, who the heck is that person and study the crap out of them. Find out who they are because you will start to see over and over again as you get those comments, those little nuggets, you will start to see the dots connect with those people. I have another coach that I work with that has literally bought every single thing I've put out there. Same thing, asterisks beside her name. What is it that all these people that can't get enough of me and I love them back, right? Like when someone tells you they love you, you know, it's obviously you feel the same about them. Really, really honing in on what are those similarities? Where are they trying to go? And repeat this, this process over and over and over again so that you can really learn, talk and help your ideal customers solve their problems. All right, number two, tell your uncensored story. Your story and really everything that you share is telling your audience why they should trust you. And here's the thing with social media. There's already this falseness about what people put out there, right? My husband said to me the other day, he's like, I hate going on social media. It's just people posting like the good parts of their life. And I'd never thought about it like that. That is how some people feel. They're like, no, it's not real. I'm not going to buy into that. So this is the post that went viral, first of all, which is like, I mean, you look at it, it's such a vulnerable post, right? Same girl, different angles. And so this is what they had written about her about this article. So two weeks ago, I decided to get back on track. This is Molstad talking and I've been feeling good. But Friday, I was feeling discouraged. She had talked about earlier in here that she had just previously had a miscarriage and wasn't really feeling great about obviously how things are going. I was feeling discouraged, she tells People Magazine. I noticed I was trying to pose a certain way and giving so much credit to how I look. And I thought, if I'm struggling with this, there are absolutely going to be other people struggling with this. I want to highlight that in huge letters for a second. If I'm struggling with this, there are absolutely going to be other people struggling with this. I read that and I thought, oh my God, it's so simple. But how often do we really hone in on that as great content to share? Like, I'm struggling. There's got to be other people struggling with this too. Molstad created her Foodie Girl Fitness Facebook page three years ago and says she made it a point to always be honest with her followers. Honesty. Oh my God, I'm telling you, it's one of her core values. You see it over and over and over again. It's like this heartbeat of her business is that she is so... I want to say comfortable, but I don't know if I can say she's comfortable. Well, she obviously feels okay with sharing these vulnerability posts, but she's just not afraid to put herself out there and all of it, right? All of the stuff that sometimes people hide on social media, she's not afraid to put it out there. 
this other part actually here, I just wanted to read about what the rest of the post says. So same girl, different angles. She talks about the fact here that loving ourselves exactly as we are is hard because we've been told for years that we're not good enough until we insert any thousands of ideas of perfection that has been fed to us over the years. But I call BS. I say the real magic happens when we embrace who we are at every single angle and size. This doesn't mean I don't struggle with embracing this body I was given, but it does mean that I understand working on loving me is the most important job I'll ever have. Our bodies aren't broken. The message society is telling us by airbrushing everything, erasing dimples and rolls and fluff is. So even though it's really hard, let's remember we're worthy and beautiful and special and alive. Go on and love yourself today because that shit is what's inspiring. God, like nails it, right? Like you take this concept of everyone's thinking it, no one's saying it. She's the one that's saying it. Um, I have one other post actually here about... This is another example. I have large, strong legs that aren't the least bit feminine. My calves are so large, I can only fit them into wide calf boots. I have belly jelly and a pooch that can't be hidden by my clothes. I do not have toned arms. My face is scarred from years of cystic acne. I have stretch marks on my thighs, breasts, and butt. I don't like wearing jeans anymore because they don't fit over my hips. And if they do, they generally cut into my stomach. Wait, let me try that again. Like just really honing in and tapping into the things we say to ourselves but aren't comfortable to share with others. So I really love this quote by Brene Brown. To be vulnerable, to really put yourself out there and lean into it is to live courageously. And what I would suggest from all this posts and research leading up to this is that courageousness wins every single time. She talks about what connects us, what makes us feel vulnerable, and she's willing to go a step further by pulling herself into it and making herself vulnerable as well. So share your uncensored story. And so to take action on this step, what do you think about that really keeps you up at night? Like, what are those things that play on your mind over and over and over again? And what about your story isn't the airbrushed version? I was listening to a podcast by Amy Porterfield yesterday, and she was talking about that, that a lot of the time us as you know, entrepreneurs, fitness coaches, like we don't want to show those sides that are a bit vulnerable. The stories about, you know, oh, that one time that I gained that 50 pounds back or that one time that this happened. We don't really feel comfortable sharing, but that's the stuff that people need to hear to feel more connected to us, to feel more human, and to really trust that we get it. It's not just this facade that we're putting out there on social media. And then share it, share it, share it. Not everyone has to love you. And the point is that if you make that differentiation, you share that uncensored story, you're going to have people that they are the lifers. They are the ones that will never leave your side and anyone else really doesn't matter. It's only the people that you can truly speak to heart to heart that actually matter to begin with. So why not be afraid to make those connections and don't worry about anyone else that's not going to relate to that message because in the end, at the end of the day, it's not for them anyway. It's only for the people that it can really make a difference for. Okay, next lesson here is stand for something, not everything. It's really about learning to be okay to stand behind what you truly value and to really preach it from the rooftop. This is uh, Molstad uh, talking about being a mom. And this is a big component of her business. So she says, what do you mean act like a mom? If you mean acting as own mom should have no needs or life apart from their children, let me introduce you to the new generation of badass moms who understand loving themselves is just as important as loving their children. Now, if you'll excuse me, I've got some mimosas to drink. So Obviously, she's never been shy about the fact that she likes to have a few drinks. Like, that's totally like you can sip with us. Like, all of that stuff is really in there. And in her, um, I'm going to show you guys in a minute here, her um, 
Facebook banner background, like fun is one of those words. I'm going to say that fun to me stands for like, you know, having some drinks here and there, but it connects with those women that feel the exact same way and speaks to something that might be a bit uncomfortable for some women out there to say, oh, like, I'm going to take care of my needs outside of my child's needs, right? Like she is totally okay to stand on one side of the fence. She doesn't stand in the middle on it and she's very vocal about it. The next one here is, again, like really talks about her standing for something. And so this one is the left picture is a post and intentional one I took where I was feeling good and strong and lean. The right picture is a screen grab for my workout where I was feeling spent and looking a bit less strong and lean. I want to be clear that no one's life is as glamorous, perfect, or put together as their social media might have you believe. And in case any of you might have been comparing yourself to me lately, please know I curate my photos too. I don't walk around with flexed and holding cute poses. I struggle. I reach my max. I have rules and cellulite. I also fight with my husband, snap at my kids and lose my shit. I do all those things that every other human does. So this to me is like she stands for not being that typical airbrush type. So you can start to see there's some themes emerging, right? We've got this theme about not holding ourselves up to the standard as women that typically, um, like a lot of us are sort of taught to do. We've also got, you know, for her, like this idea that my kids don't have to be everything. I can fill my own, I need my own fulfillment first, and then I can take care of others. So you're starting to see these themes emerge about what she posts about, what her pictures speak to, and how this really is building her brand. Um, and I love this. I, Bria, I so thought of you when I read this. If feathers don't ruffle, nothing flies. And Bria and I have spent a lot of time talking about this, that really when it comes to being an influencer and really building up your presence on social media, you have to figure out what are the things you're not afraid to ruffle feathers on. Because if you, it, like, you have to ruffle feathers to get people to think beyond those limiting beliefs that may be holding them back. The things that they need to hear to take action. And as long as you truly believe those things, you will have such courage in saying them. So determine what those things are and don't be afraid to stand behind those. So what are you really willing to fight for? What are the things that really piss you off? Because that gives you clues too. Stand behind it, share it, have an opinion on it, and your ideal customer will love you for it. So I want to give you guys like just a quick example of something I stand for. I mean, I've talked a lot about when things are really complicated. Like I've purchased a lot of courses and training before. And I, get, I can get lost in a few minutes of getting into that. And I feel overwhelmed. I feel like my confidence is out the window. The same with like any fitness programs I've had before too. Like I have the same sort of belief that if something is going to be executable, it needs to be easy. So that is something I'm willing to fight for. And that's something I really stand behind. And I'm looking always for customers, ideal customers or coaches that believe that same thing. So in all my language that I use when I put posts out there, it's about making things easy as pie. It's about um, being a sucker for simplicity. You will start to see that once you realize what it is that those things that really piss you off or those things that you're fighting for, that language becomes embedded in your posts because then you will start to attract those people that resonate with those values as well. And you'll really, you'll know you've hit it when people start saying to you, I felt like you were talking right to me. Like it just, that post just really, really, I felt like I was the only one in the room. And that's how you really know that you nailed it. 
Next one here is color within the lines of what you really care about and forget the rest. So this is what I was talking about there, the Facebook banner. So I thought super interesting about this, like these words seem a bit generic, right? Family, freedom, food, fitness, fun, (laughs) F-bombs. Those are sort of the things that Ashley really stands behind. But what is amazing is that when I was looking at her Instagram feed, she colors within those lines. She doesn't get distracted with anything else. So if we have a look here at just six simple posts, these are all in order, like I haven't pieced them together. There's obviously the fitness component. Um, the first one there on the left, in the middle there, she's got her shake. It's not the whole what's taking over the picture. It's like a simple subtlety. That's her food. On the right, we've got family. Again, below, we've got being a mom, family, cocktails, or sorry, coffee till cocktails. We've got the fun part. And, and F-bombs you'll see in anything that she actually puts out there. She's not afraid to use them. So I think what's interesting about this is that sometimes it's hard to know what to post, right? Like it can be challenging to come up with content all the time. Once you decide, like, what are the things that I stand for? Color within those lines. Don't make it complicated. She sticks to those themes and then colors within it. Because I think the best part about this is that true branding is recognizing an influencer's post before confirming whose account it is. Have you ever seen something before and you're like, yep, I know I don't even have to look at who's posted that. I know based on just looking at it and visually recognizing it, who that's from. That to me is true, true branding. And she just does a fantastic job of it over and over and over again. All right. The next steps here with taking action is what makes you who you are? Really thinking about those things that you would be comfortable ruffling feathers for. Maybe that's family. Maybe that's F-bombs. Maybe it's a word that doesn't start with F. Whatever it is, find out what it is and really, really stand behind it. How is it relatable to others? I've watched a ton of Ashley's videos as well. One thing she talks about is that she doesn't, like she'll post some sweaty selfies, but she's very careful on what she posts. That one that I showed you guys, the one sweaty selfie, was like her posing and then her like, no, this is actually legit what happens, right? So she talks about it needs to be relatable. It can't just be like most people, if they're not in a place where they're working out, they can't relate to a sweaty selfie. Or if they're not drinking like shakes all the time, they can't always relate to that. So you just want to be conscious of how you're putting that content out there. It's not to say that you're not going to put it out there, but it's like the caption, the picture, it all has to relate back to your ideal customer and where they're at on their journey. You'll be relatable enough that they will reach out. Think magazine quality images with colors that pop. Um, This is something she talks a ton about. I was telling Bria the other day, I had actually bought, I'm sure you guys have heard of a diva light, a ring light. I bought one of these on Amazon, thought like, you know, I'm going to check it out. What's all the hype about? And I had also bought, because she had recommended, under the cabinet lights, like the LED light. And seriously, I used both of them and was like, man, these LED lights for 20 bucks versus the $300 diva light. Like I'm loving the under the the counter lights and they make such a big difference in how you look in your pictures. The best light you're ever going to get is natural light. If you're taking a photo, stand in front of the window. That that will always be the best light. If you don't have a window, take that, that under the cabinet LED light and use that. It looks so very good. 
colors that pop. The other thing she talks about is she goes on Amazon every, you know, now and then and will buy workout clothes, like cheap, cheap workout clothes. But the colors, you'll know her, one of her colors is fuchsia. And it just pops on that Instagram feed. So it looks more like that magazine quality photos. Stick with the same filter, like don't get crazy, like make it look good and consistent, like you're trying to brand yourself, right? And use that same color scheme. You'll know. I noticed in a lot of her photos, she's got this beautiful rug and it has these different greens and cream colors in it, but it's like in a ton of her pictures. It sort of makes everything flow. Make sure you check it out and see what I mean there. A lot of pink. Her daughter's always in pink too. So she's got that color scheme down. It's very visually appealing. And the point is, like I'm talking both Facebook, but mostly Instagram here, is that if you don't have visually appealing pictures, like high quality, no like dark, like I'm on the floor, like selfies, like it, people won't click on it. And the point of Instagram is that you have to have super high quality photos. And when I say high quality, it's like bright lights, bright cells, bright stands out and it's beautiful. So make sure you're very consistent with those types of photos you're taking. Okay, next is share the controversial shit that others aren't willing to. This one here is about for years, I hated this body I lived in. So I bounced back and forth between totally restricting myself and binging. But when I stopped being at war with my body and started learning to embrace it in all forms, it made me start wanting to treat myself better. It made me want to work out and uh, feed it good food and give it plenty of rest and tell it nice things and treat it every now and then without beating myself up. A funny thing happens when you start treating yourself with the love and respect you deserve. You change. When people ask what's the best way to lose weight or get abs or tone their flabby arms um, or any countless goals, and then she goes on um, to talk about it there. I think just obviously what's interesting here is that she's willing to share the controversial stuff. Like she's a fitness coach, but she's okay to talk about that back and forth sort of beating up that happens that women think about, but we don't talk about. So that's where the controversy really comes into play. And then next we have here a post on goal weight. So what is my goal weight? I don't have one. I don't use a scale to tell me my worth. I don't use my pant size to tell me my value. I will not define myself by a number. Your worth as a person does not depend on how many calories you burn or how much self-control you have. No size or number on the scale is an indicator of how lucky this world is to have you. It's not about believing your body looks good. It's about believing your body is good, regardless of how it looks or how much it weighs. So again, like what I find super interesting about this is it's kind of controversial because she's a coach. She talks to people all the time about losing weight and getting to their goals, but there's something bigger happening here. One may believe that as a fitness coach, that's what she focuses on. You can see here that that is not her style at all. And I think that theme of believing that we're more than just our bodies and it's more about feeling good really comes true in these controversial posts that, you know, again, vulnerability post in her, in her underwear, you know, um, it really, really comes through and gets your attention. Um, so take action here. What makes you nervous to tell people, but you know that everyone thinks about? Um, this is a little trick Bria and I use, um, actually, and Bria came back to me and told me actually what happened with the results. So I'm going to share that with you guys in a sec. So what I want you guys to do is I want you to use Reddit. And so what Reddit does is it helps you figure out what topics are already trending. There's controversial topics, there's just hot topics, there's trending topics. And what you're going to do is you're going to search within your niche. So if you love talking about recipes or being vegetarian or, you know, um, goal weight or, you know, whatever it is, how to get abs, it doesn't really matter. Whatever you're passionate about, 
what I want you to do is I want you to go on Reddit and I want you to look at the content that's trending. Then what you're going to do is you can share those articles on your Facebook, on your, um, if you want to share them on Instagram, anywhere that you're going to share content, you can go ahead and share them. And then you're going to really see, does your ideal customer react to it? And Bria, correct me if I'm wrong. I believe you had something you shared. It had 45 shares. More than that? Oh, wow. Okay. It keeps going, right? So yeah. it was, now it has 60 shares, which is the most that's ever, ever, ever really like experienced. Yeah. Amazing. And you, and it was just an article you saw on Reddit that you shared, right? It was an image of like a poem, but it wow. really spoke to me. Mm. And like I immediately was like, as I was cruising and cruising, I'm like, I'm not really sure what I'm looking for. And then all of a sudden it just kind of hit me. And I was like, well, this is something I should take. And I put it out that night and because it inspired me and it touched my heart. And so I was able to make a post in a way from that inspiration in the morning and then post that in the evening. And I really didn't even say anything. I just posted it and it, it just did big things. So that engagement really happened for me. Amazing. Love it. So that's what you're going to be looking for is going and seeing what content really speaks to you that is already being shared a ton, right? It sort of does, it takes the guesswork out of what you're putting out there. And then once you know that something is being shared, like something like that, like going a little bit viral, then what you're going to do is there's going to be a ton of different content out there, right? Some of it's going to be quotes. Some of it's going to be different things. You are going to recreate your own content on that topic. If it's, let's say it's a video of something, you are going to, you can incorporate those themes, share your own opinion on it. Um, maybe it's like, let's say a keto recipe. Let's say that's something that's going viral. You share it. It also goes viral on your account. You are then going to create your own version of that content. And that's how you really put yourself at, I'm going to say at risk or at opportunity for something you have to go viral. That's how you will crack that code. Figure out what's trending share it, see if your audience latches on. If they do, then you can create your own content on that topic. Like just have a running list of these things that will help you really hone in on what you should be talking about and sharing. Create content you have an opinion on. So this is uh, Molstad's uh, YouTube channel. It's called You Can Sip With Us, as I had mentioned. And it's really, um, she talks about all things to do with wine anything to do with sort of, um, she was talking about Christy Teigen in this one, her opinion of her in real life. But what this really is, is she's creating content and she's giving her spin on it, her opinion, and she's giving her audience multiple channels to take in that content. This is on YouTube, but she's also sharing it on her Facebook channel, also talking about it in her Instagram stories. And for those that either, because it's on all of those channels that she's sharing it, it really, for those that can't get enough of her or haven't seen it before, she's sharing it. So the other thing to keep in mind, there's two things here I want you guys to sort of think about. First is that YouTube is the second largest search engine after Google. So I'll repeat that. YouTube is the second largest search engine after Google. So if you like making videos, make sure that you're on there and your content's on there and that you're putting in keywords in the description so people can find you. Because if they're not searching on Google, they're searching on YouTube. The second thing is that if you're at a point in your business that you're trying to decide like, okay, I'm, you know, I've got my social media, like Facebook page, and that's where I do a lot of my business. I want you guys to really think about 
Like if you're going to really take the next step in this business, you have to be putting out something original, like something that has your name on it in some way. And that could be in the form of a blog, that could be in the form of a YouTube channel. But if you want people to come across you that don't know you, you have to be searchable. And that really comes from putting out something that you've put your own opinion and spin on. Great content is the best sales tool in the world. So you need to make sure that you are consistently creating it. And all the experts say that consistency is once a week. So pick a social media channel to make unique content. And when I say unique content, legit, you could go to Reddit, find a topic that's trending, throw it up on your social media, see if your audience engages. They do put it on a list and know I'm going to recreate that content and put my own spin on it. That is making unique content. That's what I mean by this. It's not, doesn't have to be like, oh man, I'm going to write like a 17 step guide to you know, how to stay more hydrated. Like, no, it doesn't have to be anything complicated. Take what's already being created out there and recreate it. And then be consistent. Weekly posts, blog, vlog, audio, it doesn't matter what it is. If you're going to really make this, like take yourself from like part-time coach to like, this is my career, this is what I do. You have to get serious about your content and what you're putting out there because that's how people will find you. And that's how Molstad went viral. She was throwing out content all the time. That's how she went viral. So if you're going to take one thing away from this call, and hopefully you take more than one, but if it is one thing, content every week, make something that can be searchable, whether it's a blog, a vlog, or some sort of audio you're putting out there. Um, Okay. And the last tip here, number seven, Insta stories, and hopefully this doesn't offend anyone. I will pre-frame that first. Insta stories and direct messaging are like Tinder for customers. And I'm going to tell you what I mean by this. So we're probably all familiar with Tinder. And I would say that they're sort of like posting to me is like plenty of fish, right? You know, like plenty of fish is like you put yourself out. Elaborate a little. I feel like a lot of us are a little bit older. (laughs) I mean, I shouldn't speak for everyone. Okay. I'm pretty sure I know what Tinder and Plenty of Fish are. Okay, I'm going to butcher this because I'm not like, I'm sort of sure from what I hear from other people. I've been married for eight years, but like Bill and I have been together like 13 and a half. So anyways, let me explain through my sister's eyes what both of these things are. So Plenty of Fish is like you make a profile and like there's tons of dudes. You know, it's pretty like, "Hmm, I'm going to dip my toe in the water and you might message a whole bunch of people and it just be like, man, we might get, get together. We might not. Tinder is a totally different circumstance. Tinder is you are on there to hook up. You are going right for the action. It is like the real deal. Okay. Those are the differences between those two things. And what I would liken this to is that when you put a post out there, that is like plenty of fish. You're sort of like, we'll see what happens. See if I sort of get any bites. Whereas when you do Insta stories and you tell people to direct message you, you're getting right to like down to business. Okay. I'm going to explain exactly what I mean by this. So, okay. So this is one of Molstad's Insta stories and it really gives you an inside look. Like this is so much more intimate than just putting a post out there. This is really like up close and personal. And you see every one of those lines at the top, like that's an Insta story that she's created that day. Insta stories are like little 15 second clips. What you want to know, what is the pink lip you're wearing? And this is like third video in here of her showing all the different lipsticks that she wears and the colors that she really likes. 
So she really engages with her audience, like finds out their questions and gets their answer. And what I want to tell you guys is um, I have this like crazy formula for Insta stories and I'm going to tell you guys about it. What I always recommend is like, I love freebies. I just did one recently. It was like a five day done for you pumpkin spice posting launch. And it was just like five posts that I gave away for free. So I would encourage you guys, like, you know, think about something that would be somewhat like just easy for you to put together. It doesn't have to be complicated. It could literally be like five fitness tips over the next five days or five, you know, maybe it's like a free workout that it could be as simple as that, like lift four. I'm going to send you a free workout so you can demo it or try it for 14 days or whatever you, you can do within your realm. So what you're going to do is you're going to think of Instagram and stories like there needs to be a beginning, a middle and an end. Okay. So with Insta stories, people will, can obviously touch the screen and move on to the next part of your story. So you got to grab them in that first beginning part where you're telling them what you're doing. Right. So it's got to be like, get right to the point about what this story is going to be about. Like, Hey guys, I'm giving away a free live for workout. This workout is incredible. Like you've got to like really tell them exactly what you're going to be doing. So that's the first part of the story. Then what you're going to do is put in a testimonial. So you can obviously do that, right? You like screenshot it on your phone before you put it on your Insta story. You can like circle it. You can put some emojis, like make it really cute. But this is really telling them like why they need to keep paying attention. And that's where I'd put something about Live 4 and like how incredible this program is, a before and after picture, something that really speaks to why they should want this workout. And then the last part, the end of the Insta story is DM me and I'll send you a copy right away. So here is the difference is that when you ask someone to direct message you, it's so different than asking them to engage with a post. When you ask someone to direct message you, you're that's like what I, you know, picture like going right to Tinder. Like you're getting right down to it. Now you are in their inbox. That is so very different from them just engaging with a post because when someone's in your inbox, it's so much more intimate, right? So I'm going to tell you guys, I did this pumpkin spice launch. I never would have guessed that I would have had this many people direct message me. I had 47 people direct message me for this. I'm telling you that's never happened. Like legit, I was like, hmm, I'm going to try this out, see how it goes. So that's what I wanted to share with you guys. Um, it absolutely works. And those are the three really key components. If you really, really want more on this, Amy Porterfield has a really good episode on Insta stories, but that is the summary of why it works. And then all of a sudden, like you are direct messaging and you can, it's so much less awkward to keep a conversation going when someone has direct messaged you already, right? Like so much easier. So that's something I would completely recommend. So take action. Every story needs to have a beginning, a middle, and an end. The middle part is a testimonial to prove your point and then ask people to direct message you to get the goods. And you will see amazing, crazy things happen. It's very cool. So I want you guys to think about, you know, thinking about these seven different rules of attraction. What is it that you really fear by putting yourself out there, by really thinking about, you know, I feel like it's the vulnerability part sometimes that we get caught up on, but what's the worst thing that's going to happen? Because regardless of which way you go, um, when you put yourself out there, no matter how big or small it is, there's always a chance that people are going to love you and people are going to hate you. And that's just part of what this is right? Is that at the end of the day, it's actually way more about the people you can help and the people that are going to love you than any of the naysayers out there that, you know, that you, you wouldn't even be friends with them anyway. So what's it matter, right? You're going to attract the people you would naturally be friends with. So really 
what is on the other side of fear is really you getting everything that you want. Everything that you want in this business is really on the other side of fear. So don't be afraid to put yourself out there because I promise you in doing so, I was when I first started on this journey for myself, I was afraid. I was like, well, what if nobody likes what I have to say? Well, you know what's amazing about that? Maybe there are some people that don't like what I have to say, but I have found so many people that I just get along great with that are like my soul sisters, soulmates in in doing this and being in this business. So maybe think about that question. What is there really to be afraid of? I hope that that training so hit home with you as much as it really did for me, actually, there were so many ahas when I was putting it together. And it just blew my mind that really, it's amazing how complicated sometimes we make things when really, anybody that is successful is doing the same things over and over, which hopefully is just giving you that sigh of relief as it always does for me when I realize I am just in analysis paralysis, and I am just way overcomplicating things. So if you are interested in learning more about how to get all of this, all of the things that I've talked about in terms of how to attract an audience, we actually have a membership that we will do this all for you. So you end up having all your captions for every day of the month. They're already thought out. So you don't have to think about what are these themes I need to be incorporating? What should I write today? it literally becomes something that you can do in one minute and 10 seconds a day to get your post out. So if you are really wanting to take your business to the next level and become much more consistent than you've ever been, then you definitely need to check out our social posting strategy membership. And you can by going to ashleyshaw.ca slash SPS. That's ashleyshaw.ca slash SPS. Thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode of Social Selling Simplified, and we'll see you next time right back here. Thanks for taking the time to level up today. If you're ready to commit to personal and professional growth, move forward, make money, and grow your health and fitness business, head to my free community on Facebook, Business Bootcamp for Fitness Coaches, so I can support you every step along the way. Thank you so much for tuning in today and we'll see you right back here next week on Social Selling Simplified.